Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about things to know before playing Anthem. Uh, there's a handful of things that will help you out in that video. And if you want to watch these live or take part of these Q&A, click below twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now. You can take part in the Q&A sessions. Uh, and if you're watching this on YouTube, a little like and a share, click those little buttons. That's a free and easy way to support the content if you're enjoying it. And if you're here live right now, you can submit those questions. Let me pull up the questions. I have it minimized. And then let me pull the ask banner down. Uh, HDK bars is how far are you new here? I only got 10 hour trial from EA access. The campaign took me about 15 hours. Now, I'm much further than that. I'm 30, and I've got Masterwork stuff, and I'm an, I'm an epic-level-ranked javelin on my Colossus. Now, keep in mind, I've not touched any of the other uh, javelins. I've only played Colossus. Uh, I've found him to be very enjoyable, and I like his combat. Now, he's got some stunlock things I'd love to see them fix and work on. I think combat can be extremely frustrating with the Colossus, and it kind of swings from being really, really fun to really, really frustrating. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that he gets stunlocked, and it makes his abilities take a really, really long time. And I find that to be unnecessarily frustrating and I think they could do a couple of things there, but I've been playing, you know, I don't know how long today, you know, for us. So I probably got about 20 hours in and at 20 hours in, I find the game to be very, very satisfying. Um, and I think that there's a lot here for you to do. I think the, the combos, the different ways of playing, I think the different ways of playing an individual javelin in the four hours, I find it to be very satisfying. Now, if you've only got the 10 hours through EA Access, you're probably going to want to think about, you know, maybe trying out more than one javelin, like, you know, every couple hours shifting. But I'm, I worry you're not going to be able to level up fast enough to really do that. So actually, you're probably going to just commit to one javelin and just really, really try to enjoy them. Uh, and get a feel for them. I would recommend Ranger or Storm if you're only going to play for the 10 hours. Uh, Mictorious, what is Endgame like? Super grindy uh, and monotonous? I mean, I hear people saying they think it's too grindy. I hear people saying things like that, and I don't necessarily understand that 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 feedback. Um, every game has a content loop. I've been paralleling this to like a Monhun uh, and hating on Monhun and saying, "Oh, Monhun's repetitive," would have been, I think, an unfair criticism when I stopped playing Monhun. I stopped playing Monhun and tried to be really honest with my feedback and said that. I didn't enjoy the content loop. I think I would have been a hypocrite to say, oh, it's too repetitive after being a Destiny player. Um, I, you know, I play Destiny. It's one of the most repetitive games uh, in history. And I think that's okay. I think games like this, games like Diablo, games like Monhun naturally have a, a content loop and a circle that you're running in. And I happen to think there's a lot of variety here. I think the contracts and the legendary contracts are all pretty different. You go to different areas, you get in different fights, and you fight different mini-bosses and bosses, and I find that to be really, really fun. Uh, I find that to be enjoyable. I mean, even now, we're getting in fights with guys that are quite a bit different than some of the other enemies that we'll fight later on. Um, I'm struggling, though, because I am kind of by myself here. going to see if I can't get some height, and then I'm going to pop my ult. Because it basically, like, right now, you're seeing, like, the fight go differently than the last fight that we were just doing. And the reason for that is they're, they're combining different enemies. We've got these guys on the ground. We had a guy in the sky that was kind of ruining our day. Uh, and I don't know why this guy won't freeze. Uh, and he's also, like, not taking 
normal damage amounts. So he might because I don't know, there might be something going on there. He's he's not freezing, so my uh, my ability is not really doing what it's supposed to do. So we're going to have to focus fire. And a lot of the challenge in the end game comes from working together with a team, getting combos, nailing the enemies at the same time, kind of combining your damage. Like this legendary scar enforcer is just really giving us a run for our money. Uh, and we're having to kind of work together. And a lot of that comes from combos. Now, we also have Ursixes. Like, they're, they're, they're kind of like these big monsters. You have these guys. I forget what they're called. Um, they have, like, these huge long arms. Uh, and they're really, really fun to fight. I forget their name. Uh, and they, they, they can be really tough, too, because they're really fast and agile. And they hit really, really hard. And so I actually find the combat and the combinations and the different things you need to do and the units themselves and the mini bosses, I find it to be very enjoyable and very, uh, very different. I also think, yeah, Furies, that's their name. I also think that Strongholds are very unique experiences compared to contracts and legendary contracts. Uh, Legendary contracts and contracts should just be called missions. I think that's where some people are kind of getting misled. They're like, they think a contract is basically... A, I'm trying to have, they, they basically think it's like a bounty and they're like oh it's just a bounty there's not that much to do contracts take a long time they're essentially missions legendary contracts take even longer and are even more challenging and then there is the three strongholds and the strongholds themselves at the other grand masters are very challenging and I think very fun I just think they need to fix stun lock there's a really, really fun fight with a tank in the middle of the room, and he keeps shielding himself. And I find that fight to be very different than the spider fight. It's really fun. You got different strategies and different ways of doing damage to the boss, but, like, I constantly get stunlocked in that fight, and it makes the fight really unfun. They, I mean, they're gonna have to look at stunlock. Stunlock, I think, is a significant problem right now um, in the game. And I'm getting now, at the higher levels, I'm getting storm and interceptor components that I wasn't getting until I was max level. So it feels like once you get max level and you start doing end game grind, you actually start getting components for the other classes. So that's actually kind of cool. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing though, because I feel like sometimes you're going to get into the end game and you're not going to want to have like this sort of, I don't know, this ease of use. Is everything on a 36? I mean, we got a colossal storage here and that's colossal stock. But the storage gives me luck, and I don't want to lose out on the luck. So that's one of the reasons we're still running that. Uh, So I don't think we're going to really make any big changes to our gear here. We'll probably just keep on going just so I can keep doing the the talk and the conversation. Uh, What is stunlock? Okay, so somebody's asking what stunlock. Stunlock is when the stunning animation is so super, super long that you end up getting stunned again and again and again right so what happens is in the boss fight with the tank i'll give you an example i'm not hovering i'm not getting overheated i'm literally getting shot one time and i get stunned and i kind of go and i kind of go down on my knees and then i go to move and i get stunned again and then i get stunned again so you're locked you are stuck in a stun pattern the other reason the stun animations need looked at is in that particular boss fight if you get stunned one time you lose about 20 percent of your health from the damage that the boss does and then all the enemies around you take tons of your health because you can't move, you can't dodge, you can't put your shield up, you can't do anything. So at a ground level, they need to look at the stun. Because I think it's taking some of the end game content and making it 
overly frustrating. It's just unnecessary. I'm not alone in thinking this. There's a lot of people who are taking issue with Stunlock. They're gonna need to look at it, I think, uh, because it's. I think it's creating a lot of false difficulty, um, and it needs it needs to be looked at. I and another thing that happened earlier when I was playing, I came out of my ultimate on my Colossus, and I instantly got stunned. Why? Because the closing animation. The closing animation on the Colossus's, um, the Colossus's stun is unbelievably long. So that closing animation, you're basically just hovering there in the air, and then I'm just waiting to get shot. So alts are really nice to use to get your health back, right? You, oh, I get all my health back. I kind of use it in an emergency, and then I use it to get my health back. But then when I'm done... I'll lose half my health because I'm basically just hanging there in the air. So there's a handful of stunning animations and ult animations and ability animations that I think need to be completely chopped down to be much shorter or at the very least let us cancel the animation. So as soon as I'm done with my ult, I should be able to block, fly, stop hovering. I can't do that. I literally just have to sit there and take damage. I can just I just take a bunch of of uh of damage. Now you're vulnerable while shooting the ult. Well, you're not vulnerable. You're invincible while shooting the ult. I'm talking about after the ult is over. Uh, Victorious. Impressions on Endgame. Is it sustainable or boring long term? I think anybody saying the Endgame is boring is using is using presumptive early conclusions to get clicks on their negative videos because negative videos get more clicks. I find it incredibly interesting that people think negative videos are more trustworthy when negative videos make way more money for the YouTuber. Um, So I don't know why people are suspect about videos that are positive when videos that are positive get less interaction. So you have more of a motivation as a YouTuber to make negative content. So I'm not really sure why people automatically trust negative videos as if they're more pure or more honest when the YouTuber has a vested interest in being negative. Um, so personally, I don't think we've played enough of the end game to say whether or not it's too repetitive or too boring. I, we, we've barely scratched the surface. I mean, there are people that are cheesing Grandmaster in free play and basically getting really, really easy endgame gear and then doing Grandmaster and cheesing the Storm's ultimate and they're basically cheating. I mean, I don't. if people are doing that, number one, I'm not impressed because you're not playing the game as it's designed. You're cheating. I'm not accusing anything of anybody doing anything wrong, but like, I'm not impressed if you're cheesing endgame content. Like, no one's impressed by that. And number two, I think it's, it's, it's it gives ground and reason as to why they should have kept Grandmaster 2 and 3 locked for like a week or two so they could figure some of this stuff out. Because now people are getting into the endgame and getting endgame stuff beat at a very unnatural and cheap way, and you're not actually playing the game as it's designed. So I think people are having the endgame ruined because of cheese like when they said they were going to have Grandmaster 2 and 3 unlocked initially instead of having them locked I was concerned because I was like people are going to find ways to cheese this stuff they always do it never fails every game is cheesable every game has weak points in its design and things that people can figure out and I think that's a problem and I think locking Grandmaster 2 and 3 as opposed to having it available right out of the gate would have been a good way I think 
to keep people from doing that because now what's going to happen is they're going to make they're going to make those cheesy paths they'll patch it and then people won't be able to do it and then they'll be like well that's not fair all these other people got to enjoy you know the cheese and now we don't which is kind of silly but that'll happen so the perception will be that they're taking things away because they're having to patch the game because people basically cheated their way to end game gear so uh vanderlicious what's your opinion on abilities that don't debtor prime are there any uses for these abilities combos seem to be the way to play I don't know I feel like a lot of the content we've been playing thus far I feel like there's room uh I, I definitely feel like there's room for for some of those abilities because they're just they just do a raw amount of damage now I don't know if there's gonna be future cataclysm stuff or encounters where you're gonna really know there's too many things here that resist prime right if you're struggling to prime everything you may find that it's better to use the raw damage abilities I've been in environments right now where I feel like having the flat cannon might be helpful because I'm freezing everything and priming everything and then after it's frozen and primed I get one detonation from my melee well, then they're still frozen and standing there. So I shoot them with my auto cannon, but I could be dumping flat cannon into a compromised enemy and maybe getting tons of damage. I don't know. So there, it's, it's possible that there is room for endgame builds where it just makes sense. It's like, I can always prime with my melee. I can always do what I just did on that guy. It's not that hard to freeze him. Once he's frozen, I can melee to get a combo. You know, and then I can just keep doing that. I don't need, I don't need to keep a detonator on me, um, because I'm able to always detonate with with my um, with my melee. So there could be room for builds like that. I don't know, because like flat cannon is supposed to do a ton of damage up close. Someone in chat saying, in my opinion, doesn't do enough damage. When I used it, I felt like it was super weak. So I don't know if that would be worth doing. I have a I have a um, a masterwork auto cannon that does great work. It gets striker's fury, which I can take it all the way to times ten. And when it's on times ten, it does it does crazy damage. And as long as I'm doing damage, I can maintain it. And so I feel like once that starts cooking, I start to get way more damage than I probably would with flat cannon. So as long as I have striker's fury. You know, I feel like I can kind of dump on a frozen enemy and get pretty good damage. So again, that would be a reason to not run flat cannon. So I don't know. It's possible that those abilities need to be patched. It's possible that they're they're they know people are going to ignore them and not really use them, and eventually they'll become viable with patches. I don't know. Um, Bob's Floorhole, is the game playable solo long term or no? I mean, yeah, you can jump into a lot. You can jump into everything solo. It's always it's always matching you with people. Now, if you're wanting to play the game solo and have nobody with you and run everything private, then you're playing the wrong game. Like, you're just not playing. You just shouldn't play the game. But if you're fine with booting up solo and getting match made with people, it works just fine. Now, I haven't tried Grandmaster stuff with, uh you know, with matchmaking to see how it goes. 
Uh, you definitely want to be equipped for Grandmaster. People convinced me that Grandmaster 1 would have been pretty easy. I wasn't even epic rank yet. I was all blue. And they were like, no, it'll be pretty easy. We did a legendary contract Grandmaster 1, and it was ridiculously hard. Like, we were way too underleveled. Apparently, Grandmaster 1 is easier in strongholds, maybe because the enemies are more funneled and more predictable. But the but the Grandmaster 1 legendary contract was really, really difficult. Um, so... Eventually, if they let you run solo by like privating stuff, like right now you can't run a lot of stuff solo. If they do let you do that, I don't think you're going to want to. I think you're going to have a terrible experience. Unless, of course, you're trying to challenge yourself like that's the type of player you are. Like, well, no, I want to do this thing by myself. You don't need play. You don't need buddies to play this game, though, because of the matchmaking. How does Colossus feel after the demo fixes? Um, they've not done is they've not done anything to him that makes him feel all that uh, particularly different. I think they need to look at his animations are too slow and stun lock because it makes him it makes him terrible in some encounters. Like against the Titan, he's awful. His animations are too slow, and the Titan basically gets a bunch of automatic damage and stuns on him, and I lose all of my health in Titan fights when I'm playing as a Colossus, and it's really frustrating. It has nothing to do with playing properly or playing intelligently. He just gets stunned and is in animations for way too long. I need to be able to go seamlessly from one thing to the next getting my shield out, using abilities etc. And it's really really difficult. And the length of stun makes it even worse. Because then I'm basically just sort of standing there taking damage um, and I don't I don't think that's what you want. I don't think you want people in the end game feeling like they can't get anything done because they're just constantly taking automatic damage from stun. Uh, I think that's a, that's a problem. Um and one of the dilemmas of of stun is that I think it should happen like if you get hit by a really strong attack it should happen so I'm not saying there should be no stun in the game but I think that it is uh, I think it's very problematic when you can't break the cycle so that's what needs to be looked at maybe some form of invincibility to like to stun when you are getting up from one or something, something like that. I don't think you should never be stunned. I just think that stunning is, is it feels like you can't break the cycle a lot of the times uh, because you're just, you're, you're, you're taking too long to get up. And then when you're getting up, they're just waiting for you with another ability. And that's just a problem. And the shields too on these guys now, these storms you're seeing, that needs patched. I think it's totally bogus that you're doing active damage to a storm and they get their shield back. That is literal bullcrap. I do not get my shield back if I'm being shot, and neither should they. It throws off the, the rhythm of the entire fight. You get these storms on death's doorstep, and they basically get to like fly up in the air and get their shield instantly back while you're actively shooting them. It's totally bogus. And it messes up the rhythm of the fight. Like you shouldn't, they should not be able to basically instantly get their shield back. It just shouldn't be a thing. That's, that's breaking the game. In my opinion, these storms are ridiculously strong because of that, because they instantly get their shields back. Even what, even you are actively shooting them and they get their shields back. It's fricking broken. Um, and it shouldn't be happening. Uh, so, uh, D pad dad, from your experience so far, how is the grind? Too much, not enough? This is just another generic question about the grind. I think it's fine. Uh, Levenage, 
What other Colossus builds would you recommend besides Flamethrower and Lightning Coil? I mean, I got this Masterwork that I think is pretty good because it it does electricity and it freezes them. However, I'm a little frustrated that, I guess what, because we're in Grandmaster 1, I suddenly can't freeze anybody. I was freezing people and now they're not actually freezing and staying still. That's the, that's that's like the fifth time in a row you've seen me freeze someone and they get to kill, continue moving around. That's not supposed to happen. Um, that's not how it works. So I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't know if if it's a glitch or a bug or if on Grandmaster they want you to feel like it's not as easy to freeze him. So like the freeze effect was, is on him and he's still moving around. It was happening with the other guys as well. Um, so... Zone SM SGM. Do you think there are any features from Destiny that Anthem could benefit, or do you think the games aren't comparable enough of the systems to be interchangeable? I really can't think of anything from Destiny that I would bring over. I mean, I just can't. They're so different. I don't see there. I don't see anything from Destiny fitting in into Anthem. Um, I don't think that's supposed like, like Destiny is all about like a, a narrow loot grind in the end, and you go into specific environments for specific loot. And in this game, you're basically grinding levels of difficulty and a variety of content, and you're just constantly getting drops. They're just very, very different games. I would go the other direction, right? I think that Destiny could learn from Anthem with difficulty spectrum, with uh with you know grind and abilities being you know influenced by stuff i at, at the ground level i think difficulty spectrum would benefit destiny greatly um so castaway do you think most enemies having all heat seeking attacks takes away from the mobility of the game for example grandmaster 1 where you just want to hide and pick off enemies well I don't think you should ever be hiding and picking off enemies. Like the game's the game's combat should not dramatically change because you're in harder content. You shouldn't be suddenly like hiding behind walls and using your guns. Like the game of Anthem should continue to feel like one where you're pushing the issue and driving the combat with your abilities. So again, I think people rush. I think people go into grandmaster environments before they're ready. You know, nobody should be going into Grandmaster 3 right now. There's no way anybody's that topped off. And if they are topped off, they cheese their way being the topped off. And if they can't beat Grandmaster 3 without, you know, hiding, well, then I guess that's good feedback for Bioware, but I don't really care if you can't beat Grandmaster 3. You cheesed your way there anyway. Like, you didn't earn it. You know what I mean? You took a bunch of shortcuts and exploits. So, I don't really care if people are struggling with Grandmaster 3. If anything, they can be the cheesy guinea pigs that inform Bioware about, like, endgame rhythm and how it should feel if it does feel like it's disproportionate or, you you know, you have all the gear that you're supposed to have to kind of, like, create that endgame power and it doesn't feel like it's working. Well, then, again, they cheese their way in there and they can be the guinea pigs that kind of inform you know, Bioware about what they should do with the end game content. Um, so you absolutely need to hide sometimes and use your gun as an interceptor, right? Like I think there's going to be times where you have to sort of like recuperate. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if your entire combat structure changes because you're, you're in content that you have no business to be in, then I don't have any sympathy for you. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're willing to be the guinea pig, that's fine. And again, I don't think anybody's going to take offense to me saying, like, 
you don't get a whole lot of accolades for cheesing into content that you're not supposed to be in. Like that's not. I mean, I, there, there's not. There's nothing really impressive there. You know what I'm saying? You're not. You're not really quote unquote world's firsting anything. Um, it's it's that would be like people saying I was world's first to raid gear because they cheesed into Last Wish. Ooh, I got a masterwork. They cheesed into Last Wish and like got the ch- and opened the chest. You know what I'm saying? Like people that did that are going to be like world's first raid gear you know what i'm saying because they they knew they were cheesing just to get the gear to begin with so if grandmaster 3 is disproportionately hard and needs looked at then they can look at it and again look how long overheated lasts overheated needs to be looked at i'm i mean i have decent gear i'm level 30 and i have almost all purple gear on and i literally have to stand around for that long and i can't fly because I got overheated. There's just too many attacks that make you completely and utterly vulnerable. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I happen to disagree with the execution of some of the stunning and some of the overheating. It just feels, uh, it feels a little ludicrous. See, he actually froze. This guy actually froze and can't move. I, I froze him in place. Um, I don't know. Leading up to this, there were enemies that just were not freezable. Maybe there are enemies that are resistant to freeze. I, I'm not sure. He definitely was not resistant uh, to freeze just laying in water forehead J- standing in water doesn't make it ha- doesn't make it go away any faster forehead all it actually does is once you're cooled down you then take longer to overheat landing in water does not take away being overheated it it doesn't it the time of overheat lasts the exact same you literally stand there and you're overheated and it takes forever and then it goes away once you're in the water and quote unquote cooled now the length of time that it takes to get overheated is longer. Um, that's why they have abilities with the build-up stat, the tougher enemies, the longer it takes to prime them. Right, so there's there's going to be some elements of min-maxing there too, like maybe certain enemies take longer to prime. I'm talking about enemies that literally have the status effect on them. They are primed, they have the frozen effect on them, and they're not frozen. They're moving around. I'm not talking about somebody that resists the prime. I'm talking about somebody that is frozen and is still moving around. So. Now, sometimes, right? Uh, sometimes I freeze them and they do stop moving immediately. So it seemed inconsistent. Uh, Arb Manap says, What do you think about the game so far? Generic and already answered numerous times. New24 says, Thoughts on ability usefulness spectrum. Some abilities like flat cannon and shot coil feel terrible and useless. Right, I don't know if we haven't figured out builds that buff them, builds where they make sense, or builds where they're going to do more damage against uh, certain enemies. I don't. I honestly don't know. It, to me they feel useless and I don't know why that's the case is it because is it because we don't know where it's useful is it because it needs patched is it because I mean there could be a litany of reasons why those abilities feel super weak I don't know the reasons why um I don't know if there's things that we're doing wrong I don't know if there's builds that we have to enumerate and discover uh you know there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that could be going into it uh, Monkus 101 have heard some conspiracy theories and general bad talking of EA game changers. What effect on Anthem did game changers have? I here's the thing: the people that are like bashing game changers just because they want to. I here's 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 what I have to say to you: 
you're ignorant, you're stupid, you're ill-informed, and you're self-righteous. And that's the problem. You're the problem. EA Game Changers aren't doing anything. Datto and Mtash are Game Changers that went to the capture event, and both of them are saying, hold off, there's problems, there's things you might want to wait on. Wait for the 22nd. I've been highlighting the problems as well. I've been talking about things they should change. I've been talking about things they should re, re- regroup and, and put in different places in different order and pacing issues. I've been talking about the stunlock problems. So these people that just jump on the EA Game Changers hate train, you're freaking uninformed, self-righteous morons. You know nothing. We were not paid a dime to make videos. We were not told what to say. We were flown out, able to record footage, and all we were told is don't record the shop because the shop is outdated, and it was, and we were told don't focus on bugs and glitches because... The bugs and glitches are going to be fixed with time, right? Why make a video? I got to go to a capture event. Here's a video about every single glitch I encountered, right? Like, I've not been told anything. I've not been told what to say, what not to say. I've not been slapped on the wrist for pointing out flaws. I've been publicly engaging with Michael Gamble and other people from Bioware saying, I think you guys should change this. I think you should look at this. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Again, if you're going to run into the arms of YouTubers that just crank out negative ga- negative videos because that's better for their channel, who do you think's being honest, truthful, and nuanced, right? Who? Who do you think they benefit from making negative videos? Like, who do you think's being honest and truthful, like, at the end of the day? People just automatically think, like, oh, this guy's not a game changer and he's bashing the game, he's more trustworthy, as he makes tons of money from clickbait and misinformation. I mean, how many times can a YouTuber crank out misinformation and make a bunch of money from it before you realize maybe you've got the universe upside down, right? Like... (laughs) We got a Masterwork Assault Rifle, uh, Veteran's Fuhrer. Hitting elite enemies increases all elemental damage by 5% for 10 seconds, and it stacks up to 20. So, I don't know if that's going to be... That's probably going to be good for my build, because I can hit those elites and then use my ability with that stack. I might get, like, a ton of extra damage. We'll have to actually look into that and see uh, if it has a pretty good effect, because it might actually make a huge difference, um... In the current build that I have. It's quite amazing on Storm. Right, yeah. That sounds like a really nice ability. Matsukes says, uh, I'm definitely going to buy the game, but I'm on the fence about whether or not to buy the Legion of Dawn edition. If I value uh, my time at $20 an hour, is the extra cost worth it? Um, I don't know where you're... What do you mean by value my time at $20 an hour? I don't know what you mean by that. Legion of Dawn is just like cool like gear perks that you can get... Um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Uh, so we're going to be running two masterwork weapons. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting. We're just going to trash all this other stuff. I think the Legion of Dawn stuff is up to you. If you look at it and you think it looks dope, right? And now I may have missed some subs. Ixen, uh, with a sub a little while ago, Duke with 300 bits and I need money. Thank you for your prime resub. I appreciate it very much. And first blood 87. I think I missed your resub way back when I first started the talk. I am sorry about that. Um, I wonder if we should go to all elemental damage though now that we have something I don't know I feel like that gun's gonna pair very well with the ability that I'm using right now um, we did get a 36 stock augment so we need to go to the stock augment it has luck though 
I cannot get rid of luck. I just can't do it. It's not worth the slight health bumps. Like luck is is a huge, huge, uh, a huge, huge factor. Uh, we got a 36 universal, and we got a structural reinforcement. I think we're running. Yeah, we're running structural reinforcement right here, and we will get luck. More luck. We got another mod component with luck. I am definitely putting that on. Yes, 100%. And then salvage the old one. We have a lot of luck now on our mod components. A 25, a 33, and a 35. We are, we got a lot of luck going on. So hopefully that increases our drop rates. Um, yeah, you get guns too. Like Legion of Dawn, you get like armor that looks cool. And you get dope guns that, you know, will get you through the main game if you like using them. I just don't use guns that much. So I didn't find the Legion of Dawn stuff to be that exciting. Um... I'm not like bashing it and saying don't get it. I'm just saying I I don't know. I wasn't coming out of my skin. I love the armor. I don't know. I really like the armor. So if you look at it in that respect with like buying cosmetic, a lot of the armor sets are 8 bucks and you get the 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 Legion of Dawn armor sets are really really cool. Um I don't want to do a legendary contract while I'm doing the talk uh at Grandmaster, so we're just going to keep doing the other ones uh at Grandmaster 1. Next question. Hebe1986, have you managed to complete the campaign? If you have or not, uh, how was it? Great streaming, love the Q&A setup. Thank you. I did finish the campaign, and my things to know before playing Anthem Talk uh, is a really good video for you to watch that'll kind of outline all the things you should look at doing while playing the campaign, okay? Talk to all the NPCs. Uh, the tomb mission is going to, like, really, really confuse you because it doesn't feel like uh, it's in the right place, and it's a really grindy quest that stops the campaign dead in its tracks, so that needs to be on your radar. But I think the campaign was good. The story was good. The voice acting was good. I got 15 hours, and I did it fast. I skipped a lot of the side stuff. I found the... Um, I found the side missions and contracts to be really interesting and not just fluff, and I kind of wanted to save them for later. Victorious. Do the Grandmaster things require a lot of teamwork, or can you compensate for fairly brain-dead people? Uh, you can't compensate for people that are bad. If you're doing a Grandmaster 1 and you're playing with a bunch of doofuses, you're going to get really frustrated. Um, it's just the nature of it. I'm playing with people that know what they're doing and periodically we have to regroup. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get with the team. I'm not with the team. And I start just dying. So if if I'm by myself with people that know what they're doing, it makes a difference. Like I'm like, okay, I got to go over there and get with my buddies. So if you're playing with people that are not working with you and they're not working together, you're essentially by yourself throughout the duration of the mission. You're going to get really frustrated. So... The best thing to do, I would think, is if you have a a mission go well with folks, I would strongly encourage you to message them, add them to your friends list, like try and communicate with them, because if you have a good experience with them, then that means you should probably want to continue playing with them. The matchmaking is great, right? Matchmaking all activities is great, but it comes at a cost. You might get stuck with people that are completely clueless, and that can really hurt your experience. Uh, Canon special. What do you think about Apex coming out of the shadows and do you think it killed some of the hype for the Anthem launch? Um, I don't think it hurt Anthem's launch, no, because people looking for PvP really weren't looking at Anthem anyway. I mean, if anything, it probably helped because now we don't have to listen to all the whiners talk about how there's no PvP. 
Like, they can go play something else. I mean, that's what I kept saying to people. I was like, let Anthem be Anthem. If you want PvP, then go play a PvP game. I, I just, I've never gone to a PvP game and asked for a campaign or a loot grind or an RPG. Like, I don't, I don't genuinely understand um, that idea about, like, every game should give you what you want. I, I don't understand that. Um, I don't know. I think every game it should be given the opportunity to be at its best within its context and identity and not be forced to offer every feature there is. Uh, Liverlobes. How long do you have to play Anthem before the whole primer detonator mechanic becomes available through your gear and abilities? Well, it depends on what drops because they start the Colossus off with all detonation. Now, that doesn't mean you can't get combos. If you're going in and playing with other people and they're and they're priming, then your detonators your detonators are going to be getting combos, right? So, but if you if you're trying to do combos on your own as the Colossus, you're going to have to wait until something drops that can prime because they give you all detonators out of the gate. That's just the nature of like that's just the nature of how they start the Colossus. I personally think that's a mistake. Uh, I think they should have done it a lot differently than that just because I don't know I think the first thing that you should you should experience when you're all of a sudden playing as a certain class the first thing they should show you is these are the abilities this is how you know this is how you do combos and then you you feel that sense of empowerment of like yes I'm gonna use this and then this and get big damage because instead like with the Colossus, you're basically really, really dependent upon other people priming for you. And one of the challenges of early content is most people, as they're priming, they actually end up killing the enemies that they're priming. They're not actually, um, they're not actually leaving anything for you to debt. And that's just a that's just a, a generic. That's kind of a generic problem. There's nothing you can really do about that other than, um, other than do your best to wait and be patient and try to get those primes off and you know tr- wait for people to get their debts off so that way you can feel like that sense of okay I'm getting detonations and like right now is when I should just be dumping into him waiting for him to unfreeze um, oh and if I use this gun on him I'm using the wrong gun I should be using oh, and it keeps not switching my gun the gun switching in this is really weird sometimes. It I switched but didn't it didn't show me in the heads up display that I switched, so I switched back and didn't realize it. I don't know what's going on. Uh Dr. Get Good, how is the earn rate for currency to buy cosmetics? Is it reasonable compared to how much it costs with the premium currency? For me, looking cool is almost as important as the core gameplay, and games like Anthem Cosmetic Economy matters a lot to me. The natural earn rate through the campaign is really strong. They give you 40,000 coin. You end the campaign with pretty much double that or more. So you're, you know, you're hovering around anywhere from like 80 to 100,000 coin by the time you get to the end, depending on, you know, where you get. I have been told, and I have it on good authority, that once you get to level 30, the coin earn rate drops off dramatically. That's kind of, that's kind of disappointing to hear. Uh, that gives ground to what a lot of people were worried about is that you're going to get a bunch of coin up front and the earn rate's going to be really, really good, but then you're going to suddenly not be able to earn anything. So my concern is that people are going to get into the end game and then be like, I can't earn any coin. 
right now to be fair the amount of coin they give you and the amount of coin that you get from the campaign is actually a lot so if you want to get you know if you want to get items in the game it's not that difficult like i feel like as far as the cosmetic items offered right now you get more than enough coin to buy the things that are available the question becomes is that is that going to become a point of frustration as they expand the cosmetics right i would not want people to be right that were like just wait they're going to change it they're going to change it blah 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 i always told people the price of the cosmetics was not what i was worried about it was the earn rate of the coins if somebody wants to spend ten dollars fifteen dollars or whatever on a cosmetic item that is completely and utterly up to them i want to know how fast i can earn it just by playing so we'll have to wait and see if you know what Mtash said. If it's if it's if it's if it's accurate, you know Mtash is usually pretty on the money. And if he's you know, and as again, this is a game changer who's being critical of the coin earn rate. That's I mean I'm quoting, quoting him according to chat that it drops off after thirty. Um, you know then that's a concern. What what can we do each day, week, and month? to earn coin how often are cosmetics going to be introduced that i'm going to feel the, the the need and the desire to earn that coin um and you know is that going to be in line with when they add things uh because i think that's part of it right they're, they're going to be doing like seasonal additions and seasonal things that are going to make you want to you know kind of buy and, and get the cool stuff and i think that's part of it that's part of the game as you say like I know people are like, it's just cosmetics. Why do people care, right? And I'm like, well, the reason people care, uh, the reason people care is because it it creates part of the grind, right? It's part of the grind for folks. And I think that that's one of the things that people are going to need to consider is that one of the things that looks so cool in this game is your stuff. And apparently you're supp- we're supposed to be getting armor drops uh, just from playing the game. Uh, and I think that's something that isn't happening. Like, apparently we're supposed to be getting, like, armor drops from, uh, missions and stuff. And that's not happening. And so that's another thing to consider is, is there going to be a trickle of earned cosmetics in addition to the ones that can be purchased? And how's that going to feel with respect to, like, corn earn, earn rate and stuff? So I was trying to use the fury thing on my gun to get a boost to my elements, and it ended up I ended up taking a lot of damage because I was playing really aggressive. But I did feel really strong right there, boosting my elements uh, with that. And my team just didn't res me and got the kill, and I got no loot. Thank you guys for that. That's great awareness there. Um, try to res your teammates before killing the final boss, please, if possible, because that wonderful, glorious loot glitch, I just got nothing for that entire mission. That's probably where the masterwork would have dropped for me. Awesome. Uh, how is the Colossus after the demo fixes? You already asked this. Um, DNA. Between Ranger and Colossus, which one is the most fun? It depends on what you like doing. Um, it depends on what you like doing. You know? Uh, Ranger's gonna be more laterally scrappy. He's gonna have a lot of dodging and a lot of moving around and slamming with his sword, uh, for priming. Um, so, most players don't know. No, these guys know about that glitch. They should've res me. Come on, boys. Like, 
numerous times we've been close to killing a boss and I prioritize res because I don't want you guys to not get your loot like let's try like let's just let's be aware from here on out I'm not I'm not yelling at anybody from here on out let's just try and be aware res your buds before killing the boss we didn't need to kill the boss right there we could have waited um so and again I agree it's on bioware but everybody knows about the glitch and they killed the boss anyway while I was clearly invisibly down so let's just not repeat that please um so it just depends on what you want, right? So as far as the as far as the you know which one's the most fun and OP, I can't say which one's like the most OP because you you need to you need to decide and we need to play a lot more probably. I think the Colossus is fun and I'm enjoying him, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna like him uh, the most. So we got a 36 Colossus combo augment. Um, I'm not sure where my combo augment is. Oh, it's not equipped. And then we got, and it has no luck, so I'm just going to get rid of it. Uh, we have another one here. No luck on it. And, oh, we got luck right here on the explosives expert one. So we need to replace something. Um, we can replace the heavy shield reinforcement because I'm not really doing the running through anymore. It's not really benefiting me at this at this stage, so I'll take the luck. I know I, I, know I like that. I know I like that, but having luck on, like, Every single, uh, every single ability is, uh, is really, really strong, so. And here's a good drop rate for supply and thruster life, uh, so we'll turn that on, because that's going to make me a little bit stronger as well. It's a step up on my overclocked regulator. You want to go through and check all these stats every time to make sure, um, because getting the luck and stuff's helping my drop rate. It's helping me get more, uh, more stuff. Now, unfortunately, once you get some masterworks, it does it does kind of make it to where you're just sort of overlooking a lot of the stuff that's dropping uh, because you don't really uh, you don't really need it because you've got the best of the best for now. That's that's part of a grind. It'll narrow on you a little bit, and that's normal. Uh, VR flow. What seems to be the most popular javelin? Why storm? Storm's really accessible. Uh, storm can. Um, Storm Storm can do like easy easy combos. Uh you know, they're able they're able to do they're able to combo and debt all the time basically on their own. They don't have to really rely on other classes. So Storm also can hover for like forever. So you're up above the you're up above the the combat. You don't have to really worry about being on the ground and getting your you know your face beat in. Uh, that's one of the challenges of the Interceptor and the Colossus is a lot of what they do, a lot of their strength comes from kind of like being close to the enemy. Uh, and that is something that I think is is going to affect people's decisions. And I like if you play uh, matchmaking, you'll notice that there's just a lot of uh, there's a lot of storms. Uh, and it's understandable. We predicted that after the demo. We said that, you know, Storm was really fun, the ult was really strong, and it was a really self-sustaining class. And because of that, I think you're just, you're seeing a lot of people flock to, uh, flock to Storm. And I, I don't think, I don't think that's a problem. I think that you're, that's a good way of getting people in the game. You know, if people can get in the game, play Storm and do combos and have fun, that makes the game winsome and then they're more likely to play uh, the other classes as well. Fred Jackson, thanks for your prime sub. R Hunt, thanks for the prime sub. Deck, thank you for the prime subs, guys. I appreciate it very much. Distracted nerd, Lono, do you think they will open up the other cities mentioned during the campaign? I think it would really help expand the depth of the game. 
I don't have any way of making a comment on this. I don't know uh, the speculation about how they're going to add content. I can't make an informed speculation because they haven't added any content yet. So I'll have to wait and see what their idea about content ads is in the future before I can really speak to this stuff. Um, the Dead Paw. Do you think the upcoming acts... Uh, do you think the upcoming acts will improve the game. I feel like a lot of the great future content rests inside the axe, which is a shame and not the same t- and uh, it was a shame and it's not a shame at the same time. Um, I, I again think people are just saying a lot of presumptive things. Uh, there's no way to know. Um, is that pineapple? Not really, but it's okay. I'll try it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a pineapple guy. Never have been. I don't know why. People in chat are going to be like, pineapple's great. I'm like, "Mm, it's not for me. She said she's going to put on my pizza next time. We're not starting that debate, babe. Please, no. Um... There, like, there's just a lot of presumption in this in the, in this question. Uh, why do you think the future content, like the great future content, rests inside the axe? Like, why? I don't understand where you're getting that. What what's wrong with the existing content? What's wrong with the existing grind? There's almost there's almost nobody who has legitimately gotten to the end of the game. Everyone cheated, basically. You know what I'm saying? So you can't point to people cheesing their way into Grandmaster difficulty. You can't pin. You can't talk about people beating Grandmaster difficulty by cheesing the super, the ultimate of the storm. Like, you know what I mean? To a certain extent, those people are hurting the game and the game's reception. And it's you know that's fine. Everybody can do whatever they want, but like. I don't know. If you really like a game and you want it to do well and you want the director to do well, you're not really doing that by cheating and cheesing and showing people how to completely disrespect the natural grind of the game and bypassing it and then basically not playing the game. Um, That's not good for the game. That's why I defended them having Grandmaster 2 and 3 locked. I thought that was a good decision because I knew what would happen. People will clickbait their way through the game and show people cheeses and glitches and, and, and exploits, and then nobody, everyone's like, oh, well, people have already done X, Y, and Z, and we're two days into the game. And it's like, yeah, but it, th- that's like saying you beat you beat Contra and you had 32 lives. Like, yeah, okay, but you didn't really beat Contra the way it was designed. You used the Konami, you know, the Konami or Konami. I always said Konami. The code to, you know, get all the get all the uh, all the stuff for free all the lives you know so using using a game genie or whatever the frick to get into the end game or to beat a game it, it just you know it hurts I think it hurts the game I think it's bad for the game it's bad for the directory so is all the view botting but <laughs> I just you know as far as the upcoming acts improving the game I think the game out of the box is fine if you play it the way it's designed you know if you actually do the grind and you actually engage with the content, I think the game's actually got a lot to offer. You know, we're a couple days in and people are drawing conclusions based off of unnatural pathways that people took in order to, you know, get past things that are supposed to be much harder for much longer. And if you're going to make your opinion based off of that, I don't think that's a well-informed opinion. I think that's a very disjointed opinion. Um... I think there's a lot to be done in the game still and there's a lot to earn and I've only been playing one javelin so you know that's the other thing to consider is a lot of these people if they're doing it if they're doing it by cheesing the storm ult you know and cheesing grandmaster free play chests 
like you're not even playing the other you're not even playing the other javelins you know you're not like you're just really really narrowing the game you know cheating yourself out of content and shortcutting the grind feels like a dumb move right but it's just that drive right especially content creators you can claim you're the first to do whatever you can claim you're the first to have whatever and you got there incredibly unnaturally and and it's a disservice to the game it's a disservice to the public because you're basically and I'm not saying people shouldn't do it it's just the natural course of things right that's what streamers do if streamer A didn't do it streamer B would have done it like there's no stopping it that's what people do when games like this come out they basically take every shortcut available and then everyone's like oh there's nothing to do the content's really cheap and it's like well yeah because no one's playing the game everyone's playing cheatville you know it's what happens that's why when they originally said they were going to have grandmaster two and three locked i was like that sounds like a great decision because i know what people do in games like this guys we have to stick together so those of you that are running in and leaving us behind it, it, it we we are not going to be able to beat this grandmaster one difficulty by separating we have to kind of kind of stay together i'm going to try and get to you guys but you're too deep you're surrounded by ads we're going to take this a little bit slower back here at the beginning or it's going to be a very very unfun environment uh, to be in like i can't fight these guys by myself we have to have the aggro spliced up uh, one of the EA community managers mentioned they plan on spending 30-40% of their time year doing uh, quality of life improvements. What are some top quality of life updates you would like to see? They need to take every single stun animation and either completely remove it or make it significantly shorter. They need to get stun lock out of the game. They need to uh, they need to fix the fact that you don't get loot if you're down and an enemy gets killed. Like that that's broken it's a it's a it's a loot based game that should not be happening um they need to uh i'm trying to think of other things that we've noticed it sounds like grandmaster like like grandmaster drop rates are not where people want to see them uh so that needs to be looked at like that's why people might just start farming and cheesing because if the if the natural if the natural pathways aren't rewarding enough people will basically cheese the content so that's another thing to look at um you know as far as the as far as the quality of life right now I think they need to take the tombs mission out of the campaign or let it run alongside the campaign so you can basically advance your story and not feel stuck and then when you advance your story and you don't feel stuck then you're able to then you're able to feel like it runs alongside the story because right now it doesn't make sense where it lands it feels super super strange to have it where it lands um, because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's in place it feels like it feels super out of place because of the nature of uh, I'm using the wrong gun I need to be using this gun for veterans fury so I can stack my uh, I can stack my electric ability now should be way stronger against him and then I can do this and get a bigger combo so this is actually a really great combination this auto rifle and this ability if I cycle between and they actually freeze it allows me to buff my elemental damage in between primes and that's a really really good thing so I'm gonna get veterans fury up really really high and then I'm gonna freeze him and then I'm gonna combo him and then I'm I'm going to get veteran Siri high really, really high again. So whenever he unfreezes, I can do it again. Oh, there's a guy on top of me. Hang on. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so this is a really good combination. I just kind of got, I got jumped on there. 
but again I can feed my elemental abilities while they're frozen this is a great uh, this is a great combo um, so he's taking tons of damage from my elements because I'm feeding my elemental damage with my auto rifle and then when he gets out of it um, he'll get he'll get reprimed basically so I can recombo him and then I can I can continue to feed my elemental am- you know damage with the auto rifle very very great. Uh, great build I've got going right now and we need it because these brutes are uh, are crazy uh, and so I can just keep doing it over and over and over again I don't know why they're spawning eternally it might be because we have to get the fragments I think that we may be stuck in a loop because we're not getting the fragments so maybe uh, maybe we should do that I think we're 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 stuck here in a little bit of a loop um, they, they just keep eternally spawning Um yeah, I mean, as far as them spending a lot of time on quality of life updates, those are the things I think that need, you know, need addressed right now. Um, they need addressed. As you're seeing me get stun locked right now, and if I would not have had my ult, I would have died purely because of stun lock and not because of anything other than that. Like, they knocked me down, and then I get, I lose, I lose tons of health. I can't do my ability right now, so I just took more damage because I came out of my ability, I came out of my ult, and there was this giant window of time where I could not do my, my ability. I needed to do my shock ability to freeze, and it wouldn't do it. The button would not register. That, again, is another problem. There are giant windows of time where it does not, the game does not receive... Uh, your inputs and they need that needs looked at I mean that's a, that's a problem I, I, I literally just took you know probably 30% damage from being essentially input locked like I couldn't I couldn't get any uh, I couldn't get any inputs to register so that's another quality of life thing that I would have them focus on um, to, to, to get it to get it in a better place circling storms is really effective though holy moly that was really that was way stronger than i would have expected it to be he missed like every shot on me i just kept circling him lord of time if you get epic grandmaster items on one javelin then decide to switch javelins will the switch result in you becoming back to lower tier gear well i mean yeah you can equip guns like right now i've got two great guns that i can hand all of my characters and it'll really raise their their weapons but their mod components their abilities their support abilities none of those things are going to uh I'm not going to have them. Now, I, I do sometimes get crossover drops, especially now that I'm in the end game. I'm getting some of those. Um, but it isn't a uh, it isn't a, it isn't a guarantee. So you you might you might switch to your ranger and yeah, you're going to notice. You're going to be like, "Dude, I don't I don't have anything right now. I don't, I'm not strong another masterwork." Um, I'm not strong. I don't have any of my stuff. Well, that's part of the grind, right? You, I don't think you'd want to like boot up and be like, hey, wow, I've got, you know, I basically have all my gear uh, already. You want to you wanna have a grind for your other javelins. You don't want to have basically like what I would consider to be like a pass down cheese, which is you just pass everything down to the next guy and then he doesn't have to grind for anything. I feel like that would really, really cheapen the game for you. Now, weapons and things you can, that's 100% a possibility. Um, but again, I don't think you'd want to, you don't, you don't want to do you wouldn't want that to be like the norm like oh I don't have to grind for anything I just I earned everything on my Colossus and all my other guys have you know max gear now Uh, I think that would be a mistake as far as design alright so now that I got veterans here up to 17 uh, I should be getting big 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 you know jumps in my 
uh, in my damage, but now I'm, I'm going to die, so I'm going to have to ult to save myself. Your ult sometimes is just a bit of an emergency button, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Sometimes you just got to use your ult to stay alive, um, and then try to just, I'll just try to cut through here and prime everything so it all gets frozen, uh, and then get a big combo. And then again, I can just keep feeding, I can just keep feeding my elemental damage with this gun, and I think that's a huge, huge benefit. Uh, if I can get it all the way up before as my ability comes back, and then this guy just gets frozen right away. Um, that was nice. That was a nice little, that was a nice little transition there. Uh, Durnos32, do you think it would be more beneficial if the item level gets higher the harder the game gets? Seeing 47 legendary gear dropping, um, uh, Grandmaster 1, about, how about getting level 54 drop on Grandmaster 3? I don't actually know how it all works, man, so I can't speak to this. I can't speak to this, but I think that's kind of how it's supposed to work. As you go up in difficulty, I think that the gear drops higher. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, DevQT, I personally do not like the chest rub, uh, the chest rub, gearing and it feel it will jeopardize, oh, the chest thing that people are doing, the end long run, you think it will be patched to correct the issue, I think they're getting bit right on the rear end and they, they're probably being like, we should have kept Grandmaster 2 and 3 locked, like, when that was an announced thing, as a possibility thing, I was like, I I said, I was like, that's a good decision, because if not, people are just going to cheese, like, that'll be a thing that people will do, it was a concern that we all had, nobody was in the dark about what was probably going to happen, we all know that people cheese in games like this, and so, that that was a concern that I had, it was like, wow, Grandmaster 2 and 3 being locked right away, is a really smart play. And I just got a siege cannon to replace my siege cannon. This one says hitting an enemy with a rocket restores 35% of my armor. Um, so that's cool. Uh, we'll delete that. So we're really getting master worked out here. We're getting we're getting a nice we're getting a really nice build going. Uh, and we got a 36 storage augment. I don't are we carrying yeah, we're carrying a storage augment but we don't want to lose the luck, so we're not going to use this. Uh, we got a 36 combo uh, augment. I don't know if I'm even using it. I'm not. Um, now we got a detonator with 23% luck. Uh, that's the exact same as the one we're carrying, uh, the one we're wearing right now. Oh, that is the one we were wearing. I don't know. It looked like it was marked as new. Um, so we'll get rid of that. We're not going to use that. If I don't see luck, I'm basically not going to replace gear. Uh, although we did get this one here with the 300% base damage on the on the shield running, I don't know if there's anything without luck that we could replace. The overclocked, I don't want to get rid of because that's buffing my fire damage and my lightning damage, which is huge right now. That's got luck. That's got luck. That's got luck. Yeah. So unfortunately, we can't put that we can't put that back on. Um, it is a nice, it is a nice component, but we, we just, we can't, I can't bring myself, uh, to do it. And then we've got a bunch of Epic Universals and then these weaklings down here, uh, we can get rid of cause they're, they're really low. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. I think that they should have kept Grandmaster two and three locked and we're seeing that just put on full display. Uh, because people are basically getting to the end game faster than they were supposed to. 
Um, and not only are they getting there faster than they were supposed to, these, I, I just, I feel like we're going to have to hear from people about how, see the game shallow, see the game has no life because people cheated. Uh, Mac, do different armor pieces also drop or is everything purchased using coin? That's supposed to get changed. Um, armor's supposed to be dropping. I, I don't know if that's coming on the 22nd. That was an acknowledged thing that isn't working properly. Uh, Yang Yatan says... Uh, I again, I was really looking forward to grinding out weapons after seeing the more uh, I use a better weapon the version blueprint I get, then I got the epic and no way to get the masterwork blueprints unless I get the RNG drop of the weapon item first, so I went for into GM3 for chest zero masterworks, went into GM1 for world events, zero masterworks I did all my missions on GM1 and nothing, I'm feeling kind of unrewarded I don't know where you are in the game it sounds like you're trying to take shortcuts and your rewards aren't dropping properly this doesn't sound like you're playing properly I don't know why you're, I mean, you're, you're basically trying to do cheeses and you're getting angry about not getting rewarded. You're going into Grandmaster and farming chests. Like, I'm kind of glad you're not getting rewarded. That's, you're, that's not how the game is supposed to be played. So, I, I don't think you can be like, oh, I'm underwhelmed with the rewards as I attempt to cheese the loot paths. Um, I, I don't really care that that's happening to you. I hope that that's something that they implement right away. So that, you know, farming chests get you minimal loot if you're if you're clearly under leveled or if you're clearly just not fighting or doing any activities um who's to say how any game should be claimed seems kind of pretentious it's not pretentious to tell listen listen to what i'm saying it's not pretentious at all you're going into content that you're under leveled for you're not supposed to be there and you're not fighting the enemies and you're opening chests and getting end game loot that is literally not the way the game is designed. I'm not being pretentious. Like, you're you're basically going into a raid and getting raid loot and not having to beat the encounters, not having to kill the enemies. You're, you're basically playing the game the wrong way. Like, I'm not telling you how to play. If you want to go into Grandmaster 1 free play and farm world events for loot, that's fine. If you go into Grandmaster 1, 2, or 3 and you're underleveled and you're farming chests and not playing, that's stupid. Like, you're not, you're not supposed to be playing that way. Seems like it's on the devs, though, to prevent players from playing incorrectly. Right, and if you've been paying attention, Grandmaster 2 and 3 were supposed to be locked at launch, and everybody whined and complained and spun it into a negative, and then they didn't want it to have this negative perception of the game at launch, so they're like, okay, fine, we'll have Grandmaster 2 and 3 available at launch. So, people whined their way into an exploit, essentially, and now people are cheapening the entire grind. So sure, the devs should have thought about that, and it seemed like they did, but then they were like, we don't want any more negative press, we'll just open up Grandmaster 2 and 3. Aristi King, have they fixed the bug with cutscenes for launch? I, I mean, I'm not sure what you, may, what you mean. I had a couple of weird instances in cutscenes where my character disappeared. Uh, there's a bunch of quality of life patches coming this week on the 22nd. I don't know if cutscenes are one of them. Uh... Commander Tyke, is it necessary to have good weapons because this game is more based off of abilities? Well, as you're seeing, as you're seeing put on display with my build right now, my weapon is really complementing my build, right? I mean, my 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 weapons are really really complementing my build. 
I'm 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 boosting my elemental damage with my auto rifle and then hitting them with the elements and it's it's really really helpful and it's really increasing my survival. So the the way that they're uh, the way that they've got this built, I think the end game weapons are going to really start to shine and and have strength and utility. And right now in the early game, you don't feel that way because you just you don't have anything that's really got the perks to 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 lean in and i think that's okay i think the abilities are really fun i don't think you're getting short change in any way uh red alert are you satisfied with the amount of cosmetics because uh, as far as i've seen by now everyone's using the same one or two armor sets i think there's a bunch of cosmetics missing i think some of that's because they're not dropping and they're supposed to be dropping i also think there's just a lot of them missing from this the the forge I don't, I'm not really sure what's going on, but when I go into the forge, I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking. I'm like, dude, where are the, you know, where are the cosmetics? You know, what's going on here? Uh, there should be way more than we're getting, uh, and they're just, they're not present right now, and I think they will be. Now, I don't know if that's intentional, if they're going to want to kind of drown us in cosmetics so that, you know, we're able to... We're able to feel almost like overwhelmed, like, okay, gosh, okay, wow, I've got a lot of coin that I've saved up. Uh, let me see here what, you know, what's my, what's my favorite one, you know, what's my favorite as far as what it looks like. And then you invest the coin. Uh, and when you invest the coin, then you feel like you're, you're getting, you're getting sort of like, okay, I made a hard decision. I made, you know, I chose this one here. And because I chose this one here, this one's going to feed my, this is going to feed my my look and my feel, but I can't get this one over here. Like I think I don't know. I really feel like that's going to be a good a good way to do it. If people feel the pain of those decisions of like you've got to get you've got to get certain things and you got to pick the, this armor piece over that armor piece, I think that's a cool way of doing it. And I think people are going to complain about that if that's the route that they take because people are going to say, "Well, that's cheap. You know, I can't get everything. I don't think you're meant to get everything personally." Uh, I, I think you're meant to feel a pain of decision making, you know, and what you just saw me doing there is a perfect example of how guns in the end game really complement. I kept looking for elite guys to shoot to feed my elemental damage. And so my elemental damage was stronger against the armored guy that I kept freezing. Um, I just kept freezing him over and over again. And I know that might feel cheesy, like I'm the one doing the stun lock now, but I don't know. I feel really strong right now. My build feels really fun for like the first time in a while. Uh, HDK says, I like hearing why people pick their mains. What made you pick Colossus from the beginning? I played him in the demo and I loved how he was a really aggressive, co- uh, a really aggressive tank. A lot of times I don't like playing tanks because I just feel like they're just a meat shield, but I liked how aggressive he could play with the flamethrower and the, uh, and the, and the, and the combos and the slamming of his melee and stuff. I don't know. He feels really fun. And I especially like him right now with the build that I have. I kind of get up in the mix. I'm getting a lot of prime stuff going on. You know, I'm feeding, I'm feeding my, my elemental damage by shooting elites. And then I go in and I use my elemental damage and I get great combos. So I, I don't know. I, he feels really fun. I also really like the Ranger cause I, there's something about the scrappiness of the Ranger using his melee as a primer. Um, I really, really enjoy that. I think that's a fun feel, uh, in the game. And I think that there's a lot to be said for that. Um, and I also really like my, my missile launch now gives me a ton of armor on a direct hit. So I'm in a really good place right now with my build. 
uh, Sasquatch. I plan on making an interceptor. Don't see myself playing other javelins short term. Do you think not properly unlocking other javelins in the forge to my loot exclusively for the interceptor is a viable short term method? I know loot favors the javelin you're currently using. I mean, I don't think you're really hurting yourself because you're ha- if you're having fun, that's all that really matters right like all that really matters is that you're having fun if you're having fun then just keep doing what you're doing right yeah armor meets health in the colossus and shield is your blue shield so it's it can be a little confusing um but yeah that's how it works so now i gotta find elites to feed my ability um there these are just scavengers i have to shoot elites with this gun to get that buff um to get it to to get it to do the the increase on the element is anthem on pc thought it release date was 222 uh you could play early on pc and uh xbox uh got a masterwork play on early on xbox and pc if you did ea access or if you did origin access that was for a 10 hour basic uh early access it's not a demo it's like early access to the game uh, and then after that you could do origin premiere which is unlimited so the 10 hour access was intentionally limited because they were basically letting you try the game for five dollars uh, and when you're done you can play and not lose your progress and you would have all your stuff that you may have unlocked or didn't unlock depending on you know how much you played um, so it was a uh, it was an early access thing. Now a lot of people got mad about this. The early access is essentially how they run all their games. Uh, all of EA's games do the early access thing. They all are available early through EA Access, Origin Premiere, and Origin Access. This was not something unique to uh, this was not something unique to Anthem. This was something that they do on all their games uh, as a way to get people in and taking advantage of their subscription services i happen to find the subscription services to be very good for the consumer you're getting to try games before buying them almost no uh almost no companies let you do that these days i don't know of almost any company that lets you try a game uh before buying it uh so i happen to think it's a very good thing for the consumer and i confused a lot of people because i don't think a lot of the the early access stuff was out in the public eye for ea like if people people that had ea access and ea origins or like origin premiere and all that i think those people were just like yeah this is totally normal i think people that were unfamiliar with this stuff um, were the ones that were like, this feels cheap, this feels anti- anti-consumer, this feels like it's not fair. Um, and I think that that led to a lot of people criticizing the system and saying that it was money-hungry and it was cheap. And, you know, that guy literally pushed his shield to his other side to block uh, my shot from hitting him. That was impressive little uh, maneuver there. That was uh, That was pretty good. I'm trying to get the crits on his back, but they weren't showing up as crits. That was really interesting. Origami, what features would you like to see added so things actually aren't in the game right now in the near future? Uh, I think matchmaking needs to have a screen where you're like in a loading bay and you can look at each other's builds and communicate. And it should be like, okay, you know, I'm all primer, you're all primer, this isn't going to go very well. Or, you know, early game Colossuses playing together are going to be all debt. And I think that's problematic because nobody's nobody's priming. So I think that would be a really good feature to add, like 
right away uh, to enable people to feel like they can kind of make, you know, and then they can have their different loadouts, and then that would really, you know, wake people up to the fact that debts and primers are a part of the game, and you can have different loadouts, and you can play your Colossus very different when you're running the run. I'm the build I'm running right now is vastly different than what I had been running, which was the flamethrower and the lightning coil. So, um, gonna be your last one, okay. If you guys are enjoying the content, the Q&A, and what we're doing right now, this is a segment, periodically, I, I take, I go out of full screen, and I, I do a question-answer segment with the community. Uh, the, today's talk was things to know before you play Anthem. If you're enjoying the content, remember to click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support what I do. Uh, that's the little heart button, and I appreciate you guys being here very much. Hawk C, which javelin do you see people running the most? We've already talked about this. Storm. Uh, is super popular right now uh, and that's not surprising we made that prediction very early on uh, so I, I, I'm not I'm not shocked by that uh, I'm, I'm we had, we anticipated that and I think that that is something that will will change with time I think you'll see some good Colossus builds you'll play with some good Colossus guys and you'll be like oh my gosh you know I want to do what this guy's doing this seems really awesome and you'll you'll see some of that changing uh, over time but I think out of the gate lots of storm Paragon says I don't know if cosmetics are purchasable now or in coins or not if so uh, is the time to purchase cosmetics when the coin is uh, with in-game is the time to purchase cosmetics with in-game coin fair I don't know what you mean by time to purchase like they reset that little featured item I think it's like nine days or something um, so it's to me I, I I didn't see a problem with it it seemed it seemed that's a lot of time uh, and then the the actual the actual time that you can you know, uh, the actual time that you can buy it is a long time, and the actual price of the items themselves seems very reasonable. Uh, so I don't see why anybody would have an issue with the time frame or the price. Eight fifty for an armor set. I mean, people were losing their shirts over twenty, um, and it's it turned out to be eight eight dollars and fifty cents. So I I think it's I think it's a totally fine system, and again people that blew it out of proportion and you know got a bunch of clicks on youtube i you know these same people are saying the game's disappointing and lackluster so i mean not surprising anybody negative clicks generate views and those people are making lots of negative content so i you know no one should be uh shocked at all um it's not it's not surprising to me at all that negativity is dominating the uh the dialogue in the least so next question says hobbit says is there a sigil that gives increased loot drops i mean there are things that do give you um they do there are things that give you uh luck so luck helps you with your loot drops yeah um that's definitely a thing so the the nature of the drops though is kind of confusing there's also glitches so if there's a boss in an area you just need to be very careful uh, because you're going to not get your drops if that boss dies and you're down. So if you're down, um, don't, <laughs> don't, don't have your teammates res you before they kill the boss. Because if not, you're not gonna get drops and you're gonna be real ticked, uh, justifiably so. You're not going to be happy. It's going to be pretty disappointing to get no drops uh, on a boss, especially once you start doing stuff where, where masterworks and stuff are dropping. Uh, you're really, really, really going to miss out uh, on the uh, on the drops if you're not getting them from the 
the bosses because they seem to be a really really good source of of drops from uh, from the actual when they die so Drouse, are you going to do top 10 things to know before leveling video uh, if not what will be your top 5 things I literally did that before doing this Q&A session the top 3 things or top 4 things you should know uh, before playing uh, and so that is that that video is going to be available to you on my YouTube and as a highlight on this channel um, so you can watch that later basically I talked about the tombs mission I talked about you should want to talk to every NPC when you get back to the tower uh, and that's going to keep you from missing out on really good things it's going to keep you from missing out on really free and easy rep and it's also going to just keep you from feeling like you have to drink from a fire hose in the end game because essentially that's what happens is now I have all this le- this dialogue that I have to kind of like chop through because I didn't basically I just basically didn't piecemeal the dialogue I have to do all the dialogue now all uh, together so this build that I have going here is so ridiculously strong for Colossus in order to manage my health and stay alive this is actually really fun and this is when it's far more satisfying to slowly earn gear and slowly go through the difficulty levels in the natural way I think that's far more rewarding than what so many people are doing Uh, baby kangaroo you can shoot your weapon while using lightning coil Uh, can you shoot while using the shot coil Um, no no I just used shot coil and I could not shoot so that is not a thing good question Um, arp Arpenine, do you think Storm should have a healing ability for their team, AoE or direct, or would that make everyone try to force Storms into healers? Well, they're not wanting to do a healer class, so I don't think they're going to do healing abilities. There's things, there's plenty of things you can do to heal. I mean, right now, if I hit somebody with my siege cannon, I get a bunch of my armor back, like 75% or something stupid. Um, that's, I mean, that's ridiculous being able to have that. So I, I don't, I don't think you're, I don't think you really need healing classes in the game. I think you're going to have healing healing builds that people run and when they run those healing builds I think they're going to keep themselves alive as you're watching me do it I mean I'm I'm like I'm losing health right now right but hit him with a rocket and I'm gonna get some of my health back you know like that was something that I was able to do because of my loot I think you're gonna miss out on that if there if there's just abilities that can heal now I would see your point if it was like there, if if it was a if it was a, an ability that got like kind of what my what mine has right now, which is sort of like an intrinsic thing that gets added on. Like my siege cannon isn't changing, but my siege cannon is getting the ability to heal me. Um, that's I mean that's a nice perk. That's a nice thing that is adding to you know my damage output, and I think that's helpful. You know, and I mean I, I'm able to take down these storm guys now really really fast because I can basically feed my elemental damage and then you know and then keep and then keep going like I'm keeping these guys in check right now uh, I need to shoot this elite guy though and then I can probably take this guy down see that again though is right there that is why the storm should not be able to get their shields back while they're taking damage I, I have a very strong disagreement with that as a mechanic um, it turns them into very unnaturally strong enemies uh they, they should not be able to get their shields back while taking active damage. That needs to be a change. That, I think, is really hurting combat. Um, that 
I think that's an easy fix. I think that's a that's a that's a justified request to be able to say, hey, you know, these guys are doing they're they're doing lots of damage. They're really difficult, and maintaining damage on them is, uh, you know, you're making it really really hard because they, they they basically land on the ground and you're doing damage to them, and then they just jump back up and get their shield back. So you really have to team shot them uh, in order to get them down so that's just a little tip for now for dealing with those storm guys because they can uh they can get their shields back while they're taking damage which is a very bizarre uh design decision um so sorry this has been asked or you've covered it um but do you think we need a fast travel in free play i found myself ending free play and going back to other spots um and it killed my immersion with the loading screen, so I wouldn't mind being able to fast travel. Well, fast travel is a loading screen. I mean, I don't think you need fast travel in this game. I think this is a good question, but I don't think it's needed, no. I, I think that um, I think that you fast traveling is essentially a loading screen, and that would be that would be a way of taking you out of the game and then just, you know, you fast travel to another place or whatever. Uh and I don't, I don't think that's a good, I don't think that's a good feel in this game. It doesn't take that long to get from one place to another. So I don't, I don't think, I think what people are missing is waypoints. If you could just get waypoints, I think people would care a whole lot less and you wouldn't feel the need to fast travel. You would not feel that need if you could just give a waypoint to your teammate or yourself. I think that's more of a struggle than than fast travel. Cuz like if you could basically say, "Okay, I need to get over there to that, you know, that place that's all the way over there to the east." What ends up happening is um people get frustrated cuz they can't quite keep it all straight. They're like, "Okay, wait, where am I going?" Cuz there's like caves and things that get in your way, and those caves and those walls and those things that get in your way, well, they they lead to you going the wrong way, looping back around. And I don't think that's a good look. I think that's a frustration for people that I actually think is totally justified. But I don't think that means we need fast travel. Um, I think that there's a lot of other things they could do uh, to eliminate the need for for fast travel. But it's a good question. Uh, Blyde, how is Anthem for solo players? I played a bunch solo. I think once you get into the hard endgame content, you're really going to want, I think... um, you're really gonna want to to play with folks. Uh, that's just the natural course of things. Uh, you're you're not gonna want to be coming into the content. I mean, we're doing we're doing contracts at Grandmaster, and it would be really really tough if you weren't playing with an organized team. Like we're doing a good job of sticking together. We're doing a good job of resing each other. And if that's not happening, um, I feel like you're gonna have a really really rough time. Tra- really really rough time and get really really frustrated, and. It will, it'll hinder your excitement about the game. Uh, what do you think about messages that keep popping up when your team goes too far forward and it gives you a countdown because of pulling you forward? I feel they pop up way too quickly and they're obnoxious. I think it's one of the worst ideas I've ever seen put in a game. Like I, I genuinely mean that. I think the, get with your team, you have 20 seconds. It's one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. Why not? Why not put the waypoint, okay, and put a countdown on the waypoint? Okay, so you can look at the waypoint out in the distance and you see a countdown on it and make it sit, you know, 60 seconds instead of 22 or 30 or whatever. And then if they don't get there in time, instead of putting them in a load screen, 
maybe they i don't know they start to take damage or something right yeah sometimes it's three seconds but most of the time it's like 22 most of the time it's like 22 seconds or whatever it's just super obnoxious and whenever you're out in an open space and i'm like 10 feet from the thing and it it, it puts me in a loading screen and it literally just skips me forward by 10 feet right one thing they could do is they could add a proximity. If I'm really close to the waypoint, that should extend my time or it should make it go away or something. Like, if the, maybe they're worried about people cheesing it. Maybe they're worried about people keeping the team behind and not being with the team. Like, I do think, I do think there is a, there is an element of we want people to stick together. It's combo based. It's cooperative based. We don't want people sitting behind and not coming forward. And I get that intention, but it's obnoxiously executed right now. It's way too aggressive. And it feels like I'm just constantly getting scolded by a hall monitor in high school. Like get to class, you children. Like it's just like settle down. I'm on, I'm literally on my way. Um, And especially if you're trying to loot and stuff. So I got a masterwork firewall mortar called rubidium furnace applying fire effect to two enemies refills a charge can occur once every 20 seconds that's ridiculous that's really really nice so as long as you hit a group you get your charge back and as long as you don't do it again within 20 seconds you can keep always getting like a second charge you can basically eternally have your firewall mortar ready to rock and roll so and we got another one we got a rolling carnage uh, shotgun it dashing increases this weapon's damage by 50% for 20 seconds stacks to 3 times so that's not going to work for the colossus but that's really cool um, and it's got speed bonuses for LBRB repair drop rate and harvest bonus that's a really really nice gun um, that's a really nice gun uh, I'm going to delete all the blue stuff while I take the next question El Mucho, what's the difference between legendary and masterwork items? Do you think there will be a lot of variety in builds? Yeah, because the the amount of stuff you're getting, uh, the amount of stuff you're getting from like the the text on a legendary is is massive. There's a lot there. Uh, there's a lot there. So I think that there's going to be a lot of different builds. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of solid builds and fun builds and I don't think it's all going to get narrow now for now because people are cheesing stuff sure there are going to be people that are like if we go into content that we have yeah Braden's dropping out if you want to jump in Milo if, they, if, if people are going into content they have no business going in well then sure it makes sense if there's like an end game if there's like an end game meta that emerges because people are going where they have zero business going well you're not really proving anything by being like, oh, well, look, there is a, um, there's a meta that's emerging. Look, everyone's running the same stuff. And if, and if you're basically saying that it's, if it's all people that are going into content, they have no business going into, you haven't proved like anything. So that would be, that would be my thought on the matter is a lot of the times that's why these, that's why these things emerge. Uh, they emerge because, people are people are where they have no business going um 
so I don't uh, I don't particularly care about metas settling in right now now in a couple of months if metas are settling in and we feel like certain abilities are way too strong and almost like you have to use these abilities well that we can have that conversation we can talk about that and say hey these other abilities over here they seem to uh, they seem to need some help and these abilities over here seem super super strong I'm not saying we should ask for things to be nerfed but I definitely think that you could, you, uh, you could, I definitely think that you could, you could look at that further down the line than right now. I think you're, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves if, if we're, if we're trying to say that, you know, we, we have to start worrying about a meta emerging. Um, so. What is the highest power level within the game? Well, you hit level 30, uh, with your with your character and then I don't know how high the gear goes in legendary I'm not actually sure somebody in chat's gonna have to update me on that because I'm not I'm not I'm not hip to the level 30 and the gear can take you up to a gear score of 517 but what's each individual piece 47 so all the pieces at 47 adds up to 517 is that what it is uh because that seems that 47 is pretty that's pretty good starting out I would imagine they could raise that with cataclysms and future content um, next question could you see there being something similar to a raid in Anthem they have said they are going to be doing uh, raid level difficulty content and uh, that content's coming later but I don't think they're going to call they, I mean they may call them raid just because like that's how people think but I don't necessarily think they're going to be like Destiny raids with like heavy mechanics and puzzles and stuff. I mean, they could have. There already are some puzzle elements to the game, uh, and so that that could be something that comes later. Um, you know, content that has like a clear, you know, puzzle element to it, and maybe it's a little bit, maybe it's a little bit, you know, stronger or harder. You got juked. I'm sorry, uh, late to the party. I didn't catch what people are doing. The cheese in the game. Something about a storm. Grandmaster 2 and 3 locked. How do they cheat? Just want to know. Great content. Oh, I don't really care to tell you how they're doing it. I mean, I don't want to promote it. So, I, it's... there. There's, there's things you can do to make the storm super unlimited, which is broken. And so they're basically going into content they have no business being in, and they're doing tons of damage because they can just do nonstop ult damage. And then they're going into free play and just farming chests and not fighting anything and getting endgame loot, which is kind of dumb, uh, but it's happening. So, Fat Hotshot. Uh, do I work on the tombs along with contracts or separate in free play? Either way you want to do it, I think the contracts is a good way of doing it because you'll get some story elements going from the contracts from those NPCs. Free play is going to take a little while, although free play did seem to be the best way to get the chest to go in with four buddies and split up because whoever opens the chest after the public event, they get credit for it. So for the chest one, I would split up. Like if you go in with four buds, you don't have to worry about anybody trying to open your chest if you're splitting up. If you go in matchmaking, somebody might follow you and constantly try and open the chest. That'll be really freaking annoying. Also, if you work with your buddies or go into a stronghold, that's the best place to get the revives. 
because the revives are kind of tough to get and strongholds people go down a lot and if you can't get people to go down a lot in matchmaking you can play with your buddies and they could go down on purpose and feed you uh, the reses the chest things being patched on the 22nd everyone will get credit well there you go so my uh, my advice isn't needed uh, on that there you go Purple sea bass. Did you find? Did you ever find the combo tutorial? So the combo tutorial is not in the game. There is a tutorial in the menus that is one of the most vague, non-informative tutorials I think I've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't actually educate you on how combos work. It doesn't educate you on how you use combos or what the symbols mean. Um, I'm not actually sure what they were thinking. Uh, it's a foundational element to the game, and there is zero information in the game about it. Uh, not really sure why. Uh, that's the way they decided to do it, but that's how it's set up. So, very bizarre indeed. Vanderlicious says, Sorry when I asked my question earlier. I didn't have my desk for a meeting, so I missed the answer. What's your opinions on abilities that aren't primers or debts? I'm not answering your question again. I already did. Do you have to complete free play mission with the tombs to progress through the story missions? No, I just answered that. You can use contracts or free play or the stronghold. Uh, Craft is my dad. Do you think a ping system would help not only in Anthem, but in a lot of games? Apex really nailed that system. Just wondering your thoughts. Not necessarily important, but a small quality of life improvement. Well, right. I think that, yeah, you could definitely add the... I think the the pinging system in Apex would be perfect for lots of games. Um, but I, I'm not going to die on that hill for, for this game. I don't think a pinging system... I don't think I've, I'm in a lot of environments where I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could only have a pinging system... Um, I don't necessarily know what that would do for this game, uh, you know. So, you really like the whole length of his question again, but you wouldn't answer it? Dude, these question and answers are an hour and a half to two hours long, and they hit podcast places like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. I'm not going to sully my content by repeating the exact same question that he missed. He can come back and listen to it later. If I allowed people to constantly repeat questions, I would sit here for nine hours answering questions, and it would be a disservice to my other listeners, both live and through the other podcast formats. So don't get butthurt like a child it was a simple I already answered this I'm moving on uh, Dexitarius Gaming are there any combinations of gear that you have used that seemed on the ranger that stick out to you I liked running double debt I loved running double debt because you can always prime with his melee right you can have a frag grenade and the seeker missile and I thought it was really really fun that was in the demo and I mean there I'm sure there's other builds that would be really really fun but I found double debt to be really good one of the reasons that's really good on the ranger is you don't necessarily have a cooldown on your primer so like if you're using like the acid spitter or frost shards or the flamethrower if you're using all these ways of, of priming those run out right those run out so like you got to wait for them to come back that's not true of the rangers melee so you don't really need to ever run in my this is just my opinion i never really felt like i needed to run a primer um on the uh, on the ranger 
Uh, I feel like running Double Dead is far more viable once you get into Grandmaster, since others will be almost guaranteed to use a primer. Right, and it's just not that difficult to charge forward and slam the ground uh, and prime. Like, it's like the Ranger is super agile um, with his dodges and stuff. So I think that uh, he's, he's great for Double Dead. I don't know. I know his incendiary grenade is good for area of effect on primer, but it ain't that hard to go slam the ground again. You know what I mean? You're not you're not really sparing yourself any work. It's not like a oh man, I'm so glad I was able to prime from a distance. Does that make sense? Like you're you're able to prime so easily. Um, you know, you're able to prime so easily. I never once felt like I needed to run uh, a primer on the ranger. I'm gonna get sniped here. It's gonna hurt. We're gonna go over here and we're gonna do this to pump up my elemental damage, and then I'm gonna hit him with this, and he's gonna die because he's an elite. I love this build I have going right now, dude. Very, very fun build. What a great gun, uh, Jacob. What uh, was it that the hall monitor said again? I get that the whole Grandmaster 3 chest farm is cheesy, but why does it even really matter? It's already been proven that you can get way more loot playing the game properly. Let the scrubs be scrubs. I mean, if you're trying to take like a low-key shot, not like a super mean, like not like a mean-spirited shot, but you're trying to take a shot at me being a hall monitor by telling people how to play. Listen, games like this thrive from having like a healthy grind. And when people can take shortcuts, that hurts the grind. That hurts the fun factor. And I worry that that stuff spreads like wildfire. It becomes meta. YouTubers and Twitch streamers dial it in because it gets them clicks. And then they're able to basically cheapen the entire game. And you're like, well, it's been proven people get better loot from playing the game properly. I genuinely hope that's true. I really do. I genuinely hope that's true. I hope that people that are doing this over time fall behind and they're like, I don't have as much stuff as my buddy. He was playing the normal way and because he was playing the normal way, he got way more stuff than me. Uh, I actually, I really do. I hope that that's like a true thing. But it sounded to me like people were getting really, really far ahead and doing endgame stuff. Like even even if they're not getting the best loot... They're still getting into Grandmaster content way, way early. Um, and I just worry about that cheapening the game and cheapening the grind. It's not about me telling people how to play. Like, I think you're kind of misunderstanding. It's the game is built and structured in a way where the most value is derived from playing it naturally. And when people break those paths, it creates uh, it creates imbalance and it creates a lot of... I don't know. It, it also is just going to turn into this. We talked about this the one day. I said that there will be people that watch streamers get through content really, really fast because they can play nine or ten hours a day. And there's this weird sort of vicarious criticism. Like they're almost playing the game vicariously through the streamer. And they're like, well, the game's already done and dead and doesn't really matter. You know, what's the point in playing? These guys are already done with everything. And it's like, yeah, but you haven't done it yet yourself, have you? Have you actually encountered the stuff? Have you played the game? Have you done the things? Because if you haven't, that's kind of my point. That's what's happening, though. Big Twitch streamers and YouTube 
YouTubers are going to get all these views on their videos, basically passively criticizing the game, and they're not even engaging with it properly. Um, and I think that's bad for the game. I think that's bad for the the feel that the game has with respect to being like a it's a loot pursuit grind game and you're acting like what does it matter if people completely cheapen the grind and teach people how to not play the game properly and then they get way less time out of it so then there's a disproportionate exhaustion point where people get to the place where they have nothing left to do and then they're waiting on the expansions and they're angry because there's not much to do so less people play and then less people play and because less people are playing matchmaking takes longer and because matchmaking takes longer, people are left waiting on like the matchmaking and the quick play screens. And then their their experience is diminished because people hit the ceiling too fast. You know what I mean? There is there's plenty of reasons why cheapening the grind is bad for more than just the person doing it. Iron City, when you switch to another javelin, do you need to level him up or do they start at 30? Your pilot is level 30 and they just need to gear up at that point. And I already have plenty of things right now, guns and components to pass down to my other javelins. I absolutely love the content. Thank you, Sherwood, for the 245 bits. I appreciate it. Uh, As far as masterworks, are they tied to the item or would I have volcanic dome with a different masterwork effect? Does it just use the inscription changes? I think the masterwork effect is the same, but I think the inscriptions change. Now, there could be different, like masterwork versions of that ability and then that means that you're you know you're gonna get you're gonna get a different name maybe i actually don't know i've not played enough to tell you how that works but i do know that mine has a very specific ability that i am particularly enjoying and i think that even being able to heal off of my my uh my siege cannon like i just did is really enjoyable um but being able to get them frozen, there might be a different coil, you know, masterwork that doesn't have that ability. I'm sure there's even somebody who could maybe even chime in in chat and say, yeah, I have a different one. I believe masterworks and legendaries uh, share special just inscription stats get buffed. So is that, but is that the only masterwork version of the coil or are there other versions of the, the coil that would be that would end up with different uh like a different perk you know what i mean because the perk is basically they get frozen right is is that unique to this one and is there more and those ones that are more are those ones that are more going to be like a oh you you get a different thing there's only one version of the coil they have a list already okay That's something they can obviously then add to later. There can be different masterworks of the abilities that have different complementary things because it completely changes the way that you play. Uh, Agony with the next question. Do you know what percentage luck we should work for? I have no idea. I don't know. I have a bunch of luck right now and I do feel like I'm getting better drops. I'm, you know, we're just doing contracts at Grandmaster. And I feel like I'm getting a pretty good injection of masterwork items. Now, legendaries don't matter to me. I'm sorry, epics don't matter to me anymore, the purple ones. So, butters. Uh, To give info on the topic, if you don't grab a drop, you'll receive it back at the fort. So, if you don't have full inventory, you will use that. uh, So, if if you have full inventory, you will lose that drop. 
Well, not everything goes back to the fort. I think everything under purple or everything under purple, like white, greens, and white, greens, and blues do not go back to the fort. Um, so yeah. Uh, not sure if this is in the game yet, but would be cool to craft epic and masterwork consumables. Well, you can put the consumables on before you go into the mission, but I don't know if you can go up to masterwork and legendary, but you can put those on before you go on mission. And they go up to purple as far as I know. Does every single anthem make a fresh playthrough? Nope, you play through the campaign one time. You play through the campaign one time, and uh, then you just gear up your other javelins. Uh, Prime Time says... Do you see uh, javelin-specific drops after you have the javelin unlocked, or can they drop any time? I actually don't know. I started seeing drops for my other javelins when I got into, like, max-level, like, endgame stuff. I wasn't getting anything for my other javelins. I wasn't. Um, so, I, I was not getting, uh, I wasn't getting anything. So I can get Veteran's Fuhrer off of the Elite Ursix because he is uh, he is Elite. So I'm going to see what kind of damage I can get on him. I can heal myself by hitting him there. Um, this is pretty good. I'll be able to do a combo or my ult here on his face. So yeah, the the Javelin drop seemed to, for the other Javelin, seem to happen once you start actually getting in the endgame content. Um, so that is a thing. Um that is a thing. He hit my whole shield with one rock. That's crazy. Uh, I get pretty good damage on him, though. Uh, this is a, I'm telling you, this is a really good build. This auto rifle feeding my elemental damage is really, really nice. Um, really, really nice. I'm doing really good damage to him just by myself. Um, obviously, I have to get him to freeze, and then I'll get health back off that hit. But my gosh, he hurt me there. Um, I'm gonna need to leave. Holy moly. But yeah, fun fight. Is the campaign repeatable? I'm not sure. Uh, is there ever going to be some form of PvP? 45 hours in here. I hope they never add PvP. I don't think PvP belongs in this game. Um, I think PvP would be a danger to splitting development time and creating, creating problems and balancing it, I think would be really, really tough. Um, so I actually, oh, we don't want to, oh my gosh, you guys are all down. Um, okay. Sorry. I was not paying attention. So I hope PVP never comes to the game. Dev QT seeing diversity in weapons is quite nice. Yesterday, Char got an AR that primed enemies. You basically can run abilities. I wonder if that AR plus one, you'd have a great combo. Probably Uh button. What would you say are the top three things to know before playing Anthem? I already did that in the talk. Watch the talk. I'm not going to repeat the whole talk. Uh, do you think gear is too quickly ran through? Like you said, you don't care about anything under Epic. That's always a problem in games like this, but I don't know the solution because like gearing up is part of the game, right? Like that's just part of the game. That's, that's what you're going to do. You're going to gear up. You're going to do things. Um, and everybody was up and got drops, right? Okay. I didn't get a masterwork, unfortunately. Oh wait, there's, we're not done. Okay. So yeah. Have you heard about people being AFK for contracts? Uh, I don't know. I think it kicks you for being inactive. Uh, axes. How long did it take you to get through the campaign and end game content? Campaign took me 15 hours and apparently I did it kind of fast. So I think if you go slow and do a lot of the narrative things I talked about, I actually think the, uh, the campaign can take you upwards of, uh, of 20 hours as opposed to, 
being 15. Again, you've I think you've got to um, you got to do some of the things I didn't do, which is I didn't do some of the narrative elements when I got back to the tower, and I didn't do almost any of the contracts uh, because that was something that I was just kind of holding off on. I thought the contracts were actually interesting. They actually felt uh, felt fun. We've got to get him off a of dash, or dash isn't going to get any drops from the kill. So, yeah, 15 hours, and that's fast. Like, my playthrough is considered uh, is considered fast. So, if you get 15 hours, that's a fast playthrough. I think about 20 hours, if you do the stuff, um, and you do it slow, you guys are all down again. Uh, Lono with the carry. Lono with the hard carry right now. Trying to get everybody up. And I'm out of there. Awesome. So, um, I'm not going to take the last question because I think questions comparing Desi and Anthem are just getting old. I don't think you need to pick between the two. I think they both have value. So, I'm going to cut it there, guys. Plenty of great questions. We can keep having great uh, discussions because somebody just asked me about the variety of weapon aesthetics. I'll continue talking about that. But if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or you're watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv. Say no, uh, twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all of my content coming in live and being a part of an easy way to support my content I'm probably live now when these videos go live that's typically uh, I am live uh, when that's happening and so come on in and hang out with us if you're here live right now don't go anywhere I'm going to keep playing keep grinding and we're keep going to keep having these great discussions uh, so keep it here and we'll have a good good time as with all of my content I appreciate you watching or listening please like share and subscribe